Hey Top Talk listeners, just a friendly reminder that sometimes on this show there could be segments that contain adult language and scenarios. Please keep this in mind when listening around the little ones, and as always, thanks for choosing us and tuning in. You know, kind of regret what we say months down the road. Time out, time out. Tina is talking about she is wary on what we advertise and talk about, but she's trying to post micro penises in our fucking Discord. <laughs> those never, those don't have an expiration date, bro. Those are good forever. That is true. That is true. And they get wrinkler the older you get, so it's just even more amazing to look at. <laughs> Hey guys, you're listening to Top Talk, hosted by me, Dickie, Tree, and Tuna. We hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy everything you hear. Welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Top Talk for episode two. Today we're going to be talking about preparing for eternal lands, and we have Myself and Tree and Tina here, or Tuna, as I said. Yeah, yeah. Um, how are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How's uh, how's life? Good. I'm getting over this cough, cough, cough. And are you still are you still sick at all? Are you good? Um, it went from the bacterial infection to the South Carolina snow, aka pollen. Yeah. Ooh. I can't, I've actually got pictures to send y'all after all this. Like, the roads were literally just covered in pollen. Yeah, I don't miss that from being down south. Tina, how are you? I am great. Good. Happy Friday. Yeah. We, Friday. Friday. We finished with kids and work on Friday just to jump right into this. <laughs> This is the fun stuff, you know? This is actually what I look forward to yeah. to start my weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to go over a couple things today with Eternal Lands. Um, this is probably going to be built for newer players, but if you're an older player and maybe you haven't had the direction you needed in Eternal Lands, there might be some information in this that um is really new to you and um tina for example you're you're gonna have some questions in this and we've already discussed that a little bit but um why is it important to participate in el and what are the benefits to your account um to your team um what rewards are you shooting for and we'll cover all those things so first up is Tree, let's talk about uh, consumables. What are you saving going into EL um, coming up in probably April or even late as May? Um, bit first and foremost, um, that the DS get to be really expensive after you run your first two hundred. <laughs> um, but that that's the main thing I save up. I, I'm saving up gems also because you have to use gems to speed up your tree. It's not like where you get speed ups for your regular tree in the um, back in your server. Um, 
I'm also saving up my units because we got donation day. <clears throat> Sorry. But uh you jinx me, Dickie. I haven't coughed not once today. <laughs> <laughs> but basically that's it. I'm just racking up my, my vid, all my 50, 50 caps, five caps, and then I've got the two vit bases, so that's gonna help me out with DF and all that. Um saving up units for um donation days and then just gyms to speed up my tree. Yeah, so VIT for hitting Dark Forces, um, because that's really the primary metric for how you end up ranking at the end of the event. Um, you could be. I forgot the. F What's up? Oh, I, for I forgot how um, the actual numbers, but I I know that you have to rack up a lot of Dark Forces to get um, all the tokens for that section. It ended up being like eight hundred something Dark Forces, or I could be wrong on that. I just know it was a metric ton. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and depending on if you're in a top server moving forward through the gates, you're it's a little easier because you're hitting five stars. Um, mm -hmm. So you're spending less to uh, grow in the rankings. Or if you're in a any server who's stuck behind their gates, um, your opportunity to hit three stars and below are that's pretty much where you're sitting and you're spending a little more to get there. Um, I think, I think last EL I was in 1668 and we were locked way deep in our gates and, um, yeah. tree, you were with me and, um, we were, I mean, you had to spend at least 300 caps just to get in the top 50. Easily. Just because, like you said, we were a lot behind gate one. We we made a push into the second area, but they pushed back even harder, and it just got to the point where we were farming threes and twos, and we were, first off, fighting over all of them, and second off, it just it got mad expensive with the vid count. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and the other things were gems, and gems are big for um, speeding up trees uh, when it's per tree date when you I don't remember the terms they use for it but you basically reset your class and then build it right back up um, you do get speed ups refunded for that but you're going to want to use gems in the first couple upgrades um, each time you do it because some upgrades are like four minutes and you don't want to spend an hour speed up on that yep and I think well, they, they refund you every eight hours right no, so when you go to reset your tree, they give you um five-minute ones. Oh, the five-minute ones, okay. Yep, so I think it's the the very first thing in the tree. I think it's like one minute, three minute, and then a five-minute. So that one, I just let it run its course because I'm not going to spend a five-minute on a one-minute. And then when it gets to the second slot, um, I think is when it starts getting up to like, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, up to an hour and whatnot. That's when you can start, you know, just using all the five-minute speed-ups you got. Right, right. But um, another really quick uh, tip, if you haven't, um, I forgot what it's called, but there's one section for um, increasing the defense of all your troops. That's the one that you can actually skip past. You don't have to use that one to get further down the tree. Well, there's something, I'm not going to say it wrong because I don't want to jinx nobody, but there's something with the algorithm, and when you reset your tree, even if you have zero out of ten on that one, 
it still gives you the speed ups to get through all ten sections on that specific point. So it's also a good thing if you've got all the plates in RSS, but you don't have the speed ups to get through twenty days. Um, resetting your tree, you could because I think it's like an extra six thousand of the five minute speed ups that could really help you out. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't even realize they did that with the the. I believe it's called. Um... I'm looking it up right now. It's called the highest alert, I believe. Uh, yep, highest alert. Um, so they refund you that even if you if you don't have it done. Yep. That's good to know. And, you know, gyms, if you want to, maybe you have plates or gear saved up and you want to use EL as an opportunity to double dip and spend those. Um you can reset with 10,000 gems right then and knock a couple things out at once. Oh yeah, for sure. So on with units, um, Tina, when you did EL with 1803, did you have to use a lot of your units in inventory? Uh, yeah, to donate for that day, yeah. Okay. I certainly did. So my experience last EL... The first two ALs I did, I used all my units very fast. Last EL, I just bought them from the store. It was like they gave me too many, I felt like. And I was involved in every fight in 16, with 1644. Um, but maybe it was because we were locked behind the gate. I don't know. Um, but I never really had to use my speed-ups or my, my unit speed-ups or my units in inventory. And I ended up having a ton to use in the SVS tournament we just came out of. Um, did you have to use a lot of your units last EL tree? Um, I did just because I took time off of work just to stay up, you know, 25, 6, 8, whatever the hell you want to call it. I was nonstop just throwing tanks left and right at all of them. And I forgot what day it was. I think it was like third or fourth day in where you um, have to donate uh, troops or whatever for that other little tree. I messed up and donated every last thing that I had. Not realizing what I was doing. Yeah. But, like you said, they gave us way too many. After EL was said and done, mind you, I was nonstop fighting, but after EL was said and done, I still had like 200 of those plus zeros from the EL store. It, it was it was crazy. Actually, it's interesting, um, something you said that I wanted to touch on. Um we can talk about consumables, VIT gems, units, whatever. Um, one thing that players sometimes, especially new players, don't consider is the schedule of EL. And to get the most out of it, the EL schedule versus your work schedule versus your kid's schedule, all those things. Because it's not like the hour that you spend doing dailies in normal server. There's an extra hour or two or three depending on what level you want to participate, that you have to devote just to EL outside of your normal daily stuff. And I've heard people say, oh, I'm taking that two weeks off work. And that, to me, is crazy. Like, this is a mobile video game. Um, But at the same time, that's almost, with some servers, that's almost a requirement because everyone's depending on you so much yep this is our version of the super bowl yeah it's really nuts um and we we saw um 
1644 and I saw with 1618 when I fought them in the past in EL, um, some of those accounts will run 24 hours a day. And you have people questioning, are these players cheating? Are they are there two, three, four people running one account? And obviously, you know, we can't answer those questions, but we do know that there's players out there that are going 12 plus, 15 plus hours a day in this event and um, that aren't cheating, that aren't having two people run their accounts. And I think that players, you know, you're de you're deciding what consumables you want to spend for the event, but you also need to understand that just because you have 400, 500 VIT caps doesn't mean you actually have the time to spend it. Right. Because if you're only able to put an hour or two a day into it, you just can't spend that much VIT. You don't have enough marches. Yep. I mean, I came home with probably still a hundred left over and <laughs> I was doing, I was doing eight hours a day on it. Yeah. I had right around 400 caps left and 300 each of the flower in the heart. And I was nonstop just running dark forces, but I mean, there was only so much we could do when there's a limited amount behind gate one. Right. And I even took a week off of work. Oh, granted, I was already taking a week off to go on vacation, but I used my vacation time just playing EL, and I still didn't touch hardly any of my bit and stock. Right. Now, do you guys, Tina, Do you are you big in participating in high VIT consumable spending events like Baking Master, um, when we had Evangelion come around, um, any of those events, are you unloading a lot of caps? Um, I was because Evangelion was uh, a new event and I got super excited about it. But then I got a little burned out and I knew that I shouldn't be using all of my VIT if nobody else is using all of their VIT. Um, for Baking Master, I think that. I try not to. I spend my gems before I, I do the 50 and then the 200 gems uh, for for collecting more of it for Baking Master. But I try not to do that because I really want to save them for the CL. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's a smart idea or not. But I get enough uh, points for Baking Master to get the things that I need in the store. Um, I'm not in a huge rush to be in like first through third place for baking master so it doesn't really matter to me right right yeah and i mean there's and there's other events too with the limited time drops and the throbs and all these things they throw at us um almost weekly at this point it wasn't so often maybe six or seven months ago but now it's all the time um they're throwing out some kind of vit burning event and mm -hmm. I wanted to participate in those more this last six months. I didn't want to be so conservative with my consumables that I wasn't active um, in every event, especially being a smaller server. Um, some of it was an opportunity for me to take advantage, like winning Baking Master. Um, I was able to win that a lot easier than I would be in like a big server. So I took advantage of that and got my frame. Um, but that still cost me uh, so much VIT so much. Um, I think I can't remember how the points are, but 
four or five times more than I would normally spend on a normal baking master event to get first place. Um, and then they've been throwing out some great decor in the limited time drops, um, decor and other consumables that you need like, uh, comps and, um, perk tree speedups in throb events. So I kind of went all in and at one point I was down to like 30 caps and this is like two months ago. And I said, you know what? I'm just not going to worry about EL this round. If I don't play top 50 and get a ton of points, um, you know, that's just something I'm going to deal with. And I, I think that had a lot to do with the rewards they offer and me setting goals on rewards. Because in the past, I set silence as my goal, pantheon as my goal, and now I've kind of met those goals, and anything they've offered in the past in the EL store, at least with the ancient tokens, um, I'm not real interested in. It, it. If I had the ancient tokens, I would buy those things, but I don't need to chase the ancient tokens to get them. It's not, it's not necessary for my account. So... Do you have any goals right now, Tree, for the next EL? Um, I'm getting silence. That's my main goal. Get her. Um, I've already got Pantheon. I've already got Scara. I, I've got six or seven March Qs. I don't need another one. So the only thing that's valuable to me right now is just getting silence. Other than that, do what, what we got to do to get to the cap. Right, right. And... I think that's where I'm at too, is I needed enough units, enough um, VIT to help my team get top yep. place, which is a lot less consumables than doing the individual tasks. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't mind having Void Matrix just to have another base, but it's not to the point of where like I'm, that's what I'm chasing, you know, forget everything else I'm going after. If I get it, I get it. If not, whatever. I could save up for Labyrinth, but it's not really, a, to me, it's not really one of the top tier fighting skins to use. It's just more of a flex item to me, so I'm, I'm not focused on chasing that. If, if by helping my team, I get enough uh, tokens for it, then cool, so be it, but just silence that's it it's interesting because we're talking from our our point of view we're all three mid to mid high level spenders we're all three of our accounts are different ages um and we're we're pretty we're pretty close to one one another on strength but free to play players they have to approach this kind of thing differently because they're not getting the capsules from Amalia. They're not getting the flowers from base skins. They're not usually getting the high-end rewards from events like Baking Master or all the the rewards from limited time drops, stuff like that. So free-to-play players have to make more of a firm choice. Am I going to spend all my consumables in server and try and do well? in Baking Master and such events or do I spend nothing and that's kind of t a tough spot because if they're spending nothing what are they contributing to their server you yep. it's it's 
a lot of people don't realize it. We we can have a whole another episode on this, but it's a whole different ball game between free to play guys and your spenders. It's two different worlds. Yeah, it's the same platform, it's the same game, but the drive is different. The sought after items are different. Everything just changes when you go from free to play to paid. And Tina, do you have any uh, goals around rewards coming up? I know you've played one EL, um, so. There's definitely some things in the store that you've probably had your eye on. Uh, what's your goal for this EL? Silence is definitely my goal. Um, Scaramanga is going to be my second goal. Um, I don't remember what else is in the store. Isn't there a base skin that people keep talking about, like Pantheon or something like that to get? Pantheon, yeah. Yeah. So if I have any extra points, I might get that as well. Um, but besides that, I think that... Uh, what I'm really looking forward to is is a different server um, way to play, their strategy, um, how they communicate with each other, and how they move forward through each gate. So it, it's kind of... Uh, and also the fact that we have a lot of other stronger players, so I'll just follow their lead. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely something to note as well that you know we are there to be more backup this time tree you're going to probably be leading your server into the battle but tina and i will be playing more of a backup role which is something i'm not used to because i've always been in leadership so um even if i wasn't the strongest i was still right there you know as a shot caller and tina tina pretty much the same thing she she was one of the stronger players during last DL in, in her server, and she, she was the smartest person in 1803 at that time. So, And that's a direct jab at Pale. <laughs> Where's Pale to hear that? <laughs> I'll catch it on the episode. There's a lot the, to the think other th- about. Right. And the other thing that I would suggest, um, just from watching other servers play, as we were trying to throw towers to get through the first gate... Um, one of the things that I noticed that they kept doing was throwing mucus at us. Um, and that is something that you craft in the craft center as a mechanical master. So that is something that I've been doing, uh, unless I was, uh, setting, <laughs> throwing the mucus at pale in 1803 is to craft those and, um, start collecting those in, um, for EL. Um, it slows on people's marches, uh, for two minutes. And it's a great advantage, especially for those that are trying to destroy your towers. Um, slowing them down allows your t- your weakening towers to build up faster. Um, so that would be something that I would highly recommend. And if you don't know where, um, if you have the ability to craft those, if you go back to the training officer tree, as a mechanical master, there is a whole new area underneath that training officer tree that opens up where you start to craft things. Um, don't start making the little things like the little oils and stuff like that, or the little missiles that'll hit Navy and air, um, keep collecting your sophisticated drawings in the Legion store and then start making the, uh, mucus that way. I think that's one of the best benefits that a server could have is just have, you know, mechanical masters that can craft those things, um, that'll slow down your opponents for sure. Yeah, and that's actually a really good... We're, we're going to have an episode coming up on roles and the roles we play in the server. 
But that's actually a really good point. Um, a server doesn't have the right leadership or the right knowledge at the top or even just in the masses. Maybe it's all new players, no alt accounts. Um, maybe it's not a server that's huge on using Discord or doing research. Um, mechs don't always know how big of their role is in EL or any event, SVS, any event that requires the whole team to participate. Without mechs, you are you might as well just put your phone down and walk away because mechs are changing the game for you when it comes to their towers, when it comes to their um, their traps, the mucus, the magnet, all these different things that mechs can do to provide combat players the support they need to go forward. Top War did a really good job at balancing the Mechanical Master and the Combat Elite to where they absolutely need each other to succeed. Yep. So that's a really good point, and I, I, I'm surprised we missed that talking about um, roles earlier. Mechs are just so vital. Yeah, and, and I definitely... Um enjoy being a mechanical master some people have asked me if i wanted to be combat elite to uh take advantage of the strength that i did have <laughs> but um and be even stronger but i really do love crafting uh things and building towers and i love being part of the support team to um you know make our ces even stronger and to you know get them to work with us and work together that that would that's what makes um a huge difference in uh, a server as well is when you can get mechs and uh, combat elites to, you know, work together and protecting each other in different ways. Um, so I really like that aspect of the game for sure. And it goes it goes beyond that. Um, we talked about free to play earlier. Um, not just free to play, not just mechs, um, but just players who generally feel too weak to participate and. They're not weak, and that I use that word because that's the word they use. Their their account might be a little underdeveloped. They might not spend as much as um, any of the top players, uh, but they're not weak to the point where they can't participate. Everyone can play a role in the server, and a lot of smaller spenders or maybe they have a bad build or they just don't have a lot of direction. They haven't taken a lot of direction to build a proper account. Don't realize what you can do with just a single level nine unit and how much that can help your team. If you are down and out, you're out of gems, you're out of units, you still have that level nine. You still can de-level to the point of nothing and be effective. And just tapping towers, tapping buildings, and making sure you stay in the fight and you free up a march for a big player that would have to do that if you weren't there. So effective. You 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 lift such a big weight off that big player's back. Yes, I completely agree. Especially, that's something that I preached um, a lot in my servers is you do not downgrade your troops. So don't, you know, go back and click back into your base and you click all the red uh troops that are just you know that need to be in repair um and merge them afterwards just click on them downgrade them to the next level down and then just keep fighting because more like most likely you're going to be up against an opponent that has the same level as troops as you do and they're going to try to hit you and you're going to win um that happened a lot in svs for me so um 
you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to hear people when they're like, well, I'm out of troops, you know, and it's like, well, if you didn't merge all of them, then you would still have a base full of level 70s, mm-hmm. but they're still going to be effective and going wherever to either garrison another tower to keep that weakening tower uh, from going down or to reset a ruin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, unless it's War of Odinium and you have already wiped yourself of gems and all of your stuff is in repair and that level nine is even in repair, you can still be effective. Unless it's SVS and you're completely out of gems and you're completely out of ports and you've been ported into no man's land in the middle of nowhere, you can still be effective. And same thing goes with Eternal Lands. You can be effective with this little as level nine unit. Get in there and even more effective than SVS because as long as you're in your power station, they can't directly base hit you. They're not porting you away. You could just annoy everyone to hell with your level nine unit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's EL like I, I'm a big I I'm not negative about EL I'm not super positive about EL either, but even just having this conversation free to play, smaller players, big players, mechs, combat elite, any class you put yourself in, any group you you're in, you play a huge role in EL and the success your team can have so um that's and that's almost more important than having the proper consumables to rank yep amen brother brother (laughs) hell yeah brother (laughs) i'm taking my kids to see wrestling tomorrow so that's perfect oh that is so exciting It, it it was a lot of fun you're gonna enjoy it well i've been to a lot of like wwe shows and um even WCW when they've come to Daytona and stuff when I was a little little kid, but this is a um, I can't remember the name of the promotion. This is like a local promotion. They do a show every six months and it's three hours long, and it's just normal guys and gals who maybe they went to wrestling school or maybe they have aspirations to join a big wrestling federation one day and be you know I don't want to call them actors because they're more than that but be that big presence on screen. But right now they're doing it in high school gyms. And this is actually at the Greeley Rec Center. So I'm uh, super excited about it because I have a daughter who wants to get into theater and potentially become a real actress one day. And she's struggling with the things it takes to, the commitment it takes to become a serious actor. She doesn't practice at home. She's not big into hair and makeup. She's not big into taking care of herself, like um, her her image. And she's more in the I don't care. And she's 10. She's probably shouldn't care right now. But I also want to, her to see, you know, these guys and girls go out and they put on the best show they can in front of 200 people in a basketball gym. And that's what it takes to be successful one day. And I say, I want her to put herself out there. So I think this is a good event for her to see and know that even grown adults are doing what they can to not only have fun, but grow their careers if they want to go in that direction. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) And we set her up for this too, because the potential to 
quote-unquote go to wrestling school has always been on the tip of my tongue. And we have a wrestling school in Denver that takes 13-year-olds. So I've put her in martial arts and dance and multiple theater classes. And if, you know, she she wants to be serious about that, she I want to expose her to as many tools um, that are available so she can she can uh, get there. Oh, that's great. That's so cute. Yeah. It's a good dad right there. What are your goals for EL? You asked us, what's yours? So my goals for EL are help my team get the, get the W. I have been a part of a fourth place team, a second place team, and a last place team. And all three, the first two times I was on the third strongest team um, in the event, and the, this last one with 1668, we were arguably the strongest. Um, 1644 probably was stronger. Um, it's hard to say, but we were at least second strongest, and they just shut us down. I really want that championship. Um, I haven't been a part of that yet. So, so my my very first EL was with 1668. It was shortly after we transferred there, and we won our first EL. Right. It, it's a rush that you just can't explain. Right, and I, I've been to the palace, and I've I've touched the end, the finish line, and we've uh, and when I was in 1545, we had a lot of success in EL and working with other teams. And it was more of a political event then because you're trying to navigate who we're working with, who we're working against, when we're attacking, when we're sitting back watching, and um, how far are we going to help our partners? How much are we going to do for them? How much are they going to do for us? Now I'm not in that leadership role. I am more, you know, you point, I'll shoot. So this might be my favorite EL because I don't have any opinions on it. Because even in 1668, I was in the background with Bigsby and Donkey saying, this is how we should handle these gates. Now I'm not in that at all. Now you actually get to enjoy it for what it's worth. Right, right. I get to see it like everyone else sees it. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as rewards, I have no goals. I would like to get a golden boat or golden plane, which is an ancient tokens. Um... If I happen to get top 50 and, you know, collect all my ancient tokens, I'll probably pick up the Ark base skin. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but... Um, uh, Void Matrix. Void Matrix. Uh, yeah. But that's not a goal of mine. I, I don't really... I There's a team value to that base, but everyone has it. So mm-hmm. it's not really significant. It's not like getting Atlantis, you know, first month early server, um, <laughs> significant. So, and the further it seems like the further our accounts age, and the further we go along, those quote unquote team base skins um, aren't as effective for each person that gets it. It's it's just great that at least some people in the server have it. Um, question for either one of y'all. Um, I have I don't get to experience it because I have all the base buff skins, but there are people around who are saying that like so whenever I pop my Atlantis, 
you know how um, up in the top left corner of your screen it shows what buffs you're getting? It'll show them getting my Ark and my Nemesis, but not my Atlantis. Have y'all experienced that yet? No. Wait, what's what's what happened? All right, so you know how whenever like when we're doing AD or group ID mm-hmm. or even world boss, anybody, everybody pops their skins for to share around to everybody. Mm-hmm. People will get my arc, they will get my nemesis, but they'll be sitting right beside me, like in the puddle of Atlantis, but it doesn't show them getting the Atlantis buff. Mm-hmm. Do they happen to jump jump in no. after you pop it? No, they're sitting right behind me the full hour. And then... it's not showing up on their buff screen. Then they probably need to screenshot that and then send it to support. That's what I told them to do. Now, I got to thinking that maybe it's just because they don't have that skin, but why would they get Ark and Nemesis as well if they don't have those skins, you know? Right. That's a share. I mean, the Atlantis is a shared buff, so they should be able to see that. That's the whole point of us getting that skin for everybody. And they stack too. So um, that's weird. It must be for you and your allies in your aura. So, yeah, it's it's still a shared skin, but like Hot Rod, he wasn't getting it. Um, I've had Impala tell me that he wasn't getting it before. And I'm just like, dude, you're literally touching my base. Why are you not getting this? It's touching you. Um. So, <laughs> hey, that. So, did he refresh the game and then come back in and see that it was there at all? Yeah. Um. Hot Rod shut down the game, loaded it back up, still wasn't there, but everything else was. Mm, that's a support situation that needs to be addressed for sure. Very freaky. Is he a very freaky? How do you know this is not EL related? But we just did an individual defense. How do you know if you did a perfect score? Um, perfect score is, was it 3876? Yep. Basically, oh. you don't lose any units. Oh. You take zero damage at all. Oh, that's so bad. How far off were you? 3858. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Damn it. You probably only lost one unit. Um, I lost one and then weakened a couple of them. Yeah, that's when it was. Too bad. Too Perfect bad. score is zero damage at all, whether it's damaged troops or <clears throat> injured. I wish I had screenshot this in 1803. I don't know how I did it, but a few IDs ago, I think I was in second place. I didn't lose any troops, and it's like I, I don't know what what the game does to decide whether or not you know this time around you're going to lose a troop or two. It's you know um, it really just comes down to because you have an RO, ROF advantage. It really just comes down to whether your hero is triggered or not, and that's why I, I this individual defense I dropped Prime out of my main and pulled up uh, Ray, and if I Praesis had. <laughs> triggered one more time, I would have got a perfect score. And that's happened to me two months in a row. So Yeah, I remember it, that last month. Yep. So it's really just up to when your heroes want to roll the, the dice and hit the number. I saw that RNG. Yep. Or you're just big enough to just wipe everyone, trigger or not, 
which <laughs> a lot of the players are now. Yeah. So this is our um, this is our second episode, and we always talked about when we were going to open the Discord and actually start inviting people. Because right now our Discord is just full of people that we're either directly friends with or people that are actually helping um, run the Discord and help us with images and the podcast and whatever else. Um, so we're going to do that, and I don't know how we're going to do it yet. And then uh, we also have a Twitter account, and I'm not sure how useful Twitter is to the podcast yet. It's at least a way for us to, you know, send toast notifications to anyone who's following us. But it's at uh, at Top Talk Tweets. So if you want to follow us over there, be awesome. We're gonna. Every time we post an episode or something changes with the podcast, we'll post it on Discord like we usually do. Um, but Twitter will also get some love. Thanks, Dickie. Yeah. Um, so the next recording, we're going to be on video chat. Uh, I don't know. Listen, I, I, I don't look homeless. I purposely got dressed and threw my face on and put my hair up so I didn't look homeless because I thought we were going to video chat today. Like, I literally did not put clothes on. I haven't shaved in, like, a week. Um, I have snot hanging from my nose right now. So there I mean, was zero it, chance it was happening today. Look, this, look here's my video. I Look, do you like my, my background? Oh, can, can I change the mirror setting on this? Change video background. How do I mirror this? Is that Custom? actually on your wall? Yeah, it's a banner on my wall, and it says "Live, Laugh, Love," <laughs> quoted by Kim Jong Un. <laughs> That's funny. So I thought we were video chatting, and I don't look homeless right now. Well, I look very I'm a little homeless. disappointed. We'll get that together soon, and we'll do a video. We'll just keep the video in for that. So when we that would be awesome. Upload to YouTube. Oh look, we're gonna show off that that Dickie. Look at you with the little sparkly things. It's my normal stream setup. Oh, That's wow. cool. And I've got freaking LED lights back there also, but that app is just a pain in the ass to get to work whenever I want it to. So this is not a background filter. It's like an actual little thingy that remote. <sighs> Rock. I need that. Can you send me an Amazon link to that? <laughs> you don't. If need I can that. find it again, you don't need that. Because I would love to trip balls and then have that going on. Can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, let's see if I can find this one. We put the warning at the beginning of the episode. Oh yeah! Hey, top talk listeners. Keep your children away. Oh, that's a lot. That's intense. <laughs> that's intense. All right. So make sure y'all tune in next week when we are going to go over, like Diggy said earlier, the uh, roles that you can play for your alliance and your uh, server, especially with EO coming up. We'll touch a little bit on that. And uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Peace. Bye. Catch y'all next time.